Welcome back to the Beer Truth Podcast. I'm Tom, and today we have a short episode that I think is going to be the first in a little series about uh, seasonal beers, um, beers that you only see certain times of the year. So being October and Halloween coming up, let's talk about pumpkin beers. Not because I like pumpkin beers, but because pumpkin beers are a thing, and it's that time of the year. Uh, you know, there's the joke about white girls going crazy with pumpkin spice everything this time of year, and I think that's pretty spot on. Uh, you just see Starbucks lattes and beers that taste like canned pumpkin spice shit, and it's not my jam. You know, I have my preconceived notions on pumpkin beers, and because of that, I wrote this episode, but decided to wait on recording it, and that way I could try a couple more pumpkin beers, because it's kind of how I operate. I like to write the copy and reflect on it, let it percolate, and then come back to it, and usually have some more thoughts in between there, and so I gave myself time to try a couple more pumpkin beers. It's been a while since I've had one. I can't lie, they were actually pretty good, Uh, so that's why I try to reserve judgment until I have a better perspective or a little more information at hand, but pumpkin beers are, or at least they were, a lot more than just a seasonal moneymaker. You know, they were originally brewed more out of necessity than, uh, you know, pumpkin spice holiday kind of thing. Uh, Pumpkins and a lot of other things, sweet potatoes, uh, pretty much any source of fermentable sugar uh, were used even way back in the colonial era because they were that readily available source of sugar, like I said, and it wasn't necessarily about Uh, making a beer that tasted like pumpkin, it was about making booze, uh, which was perhaps the most enjoyable part of colonial living. Uh, Life was hard, so they drank, and they drank a lot. Also rum, that's a pretty big thing that from the colonial era that people might not think as much about, but uh, pumpkins were a native plant to the Americas, and because they were so available and a lot easier to use than grain, uh, and a very fermentable source of sugar, which is what ends up being fermented into that alcohol. Uh, pumpkins took the place of malt for the most part, and it just made brewing uh, an easier task than uh, growing grain, harvesting it, kilning it, milling it, uh, using it for the beer, when you could just use pumpkins. Um, they were also pumpkins were also promoted by doctors uh, as a healthful ingredient. Um, They were used in a lot of things, not just beer and not just pumpkin pie, but everything from bread, which, you know, you see pumpkin bread, uh, different sauces. uh, They were turned into pumpkin pies. Pretty much any way they could be used, they were. And, you know, that was a more of a being resourceful kind of thing than just it's October and pumpkin season. But that started to change a little bit when malt started becoming more readily available. Uh, pumpkins started disappearing from beer recipes and over time really got pretty phased out as malt and, uh, and other sources, you know, corn and, and rice, other sources of fermentable sugars were taking that place. And for a while, pumpkin beer was really not a thing. Um, and we're talking, you know, a couple hundred years ago, but Fast forward to the 1980s, uh, which is when 
pumpkin ale started showing up in craft beer. Uh, Buffalo Bills Brewery started making a pumpkin beer, and that started bringing a little more uh, acknowledgement, I guess, back to the original uh, the original pumpkin beers of the colonies. And it was really more of a the idea was more of make a pumpkin in a glass kind of beer. But today you mostly see with all the spices and flavorings and now it's more like pumpkin pie spice in a glass and you know a lot of those have nutmeg and cinnamon and cloves and uh, maybe vanilla and probably anything else that's ever been in a pumpkin pie and you know some places do the uh, sugar spice rim on the glass which I think is fucking atrocious but hey you know whatever it looks pretty on Instagram I guess but that's I don't know, that's, to me, that's not making it beer anymore, but beer is a pretty loose definition these days anyway, so I have had a couple beers, pumpkin beers, that were made with actual pumpkin and nothing else, no seasonings or spices or anything. Uh, One that was made with uh, roasted pumpkins that were roasted on used bourbon barrel staves, and that beer was really fucking good, but, you know, everyone has their own perspective on it, so I guess it depends what you're into, what you're looking for. If you want the pumpkin pie spice in a glass, then, you know, dogfish head pumpkin ale or um, any of these that, you know, shipyard pumpkin head, any of those that are, you know, you can get the gimmicky thing with the sugar spice rim and whatever. That's what you're into, then that's what you're into and you can find it. So uh, you can probably find that pretty much anywhere that has uh, cocktails or anything like that. But there are plenty of commercial examples of pumpkin beers that are brewed with the cinnamon and vanilla and all that stuff. And those are probably also more shelf-stable because those flavors are going to last when they're shipped across the country or out of state or whatever. Uh, and they you know, can sit on the shelf or sit in the package store and retain those flavors where something made with real pumpkin as the flavoring and, and not much else to get that pumpkin flavor probably going to be a lot more volatile and harder to capture that pumpkin essence kind of like fresh hop beers that you know you have a fresh hop beer and it's three months old well it's not the same as it was when it was three days old so probably a little bit of that kind of aspect so all in all i guess pumpkin beer can be a wonderful tasty thing but that kind of goes back to what i said the perspective of you can find what you want if you want the cinnamon spice thing you can find those if you don't might be a little harder but you can find those without it too so you got to find the pumpkin beer that you like and maybe don't pass that judgment as quickly uh like i was doing and then you know maybe have to eat your words a little but there are also some pretty polarizing examples of pumpkin beer out there and they don't exactly resemble anything like a pumpkin did 300 years ago but it's a it's still a nice nod to the historical aspect of brewing and I guess life in the colonies kind of thing. So that's it. Uh, That's a wrap on pumpkin beers. Um, Next week will be another interview episode from Pacific Northwest. So make sure you tune in for that. Uh, As always, please rate and review the show. Make sure you're subscribed on whatever platform you're on. uh, So you'll know when new episodes come out. Uh, Should be every Thursday, but those will automatically download for you. Don't forget to follow the show on Instagram and Facebook if you have it. Be kind, wear your mask, stay safe, and until the next round, cheers.